Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie. The show that I do while I'm spinning my wheels, driving back and forth, because I spend so much time in a car. It's a perfect time to talk about some movies. Uh, kind of been doing a lot of giallo stuff lately, which are Italian murder mystery movies, if you don't know what that means. Uh, got a pretty good run going of uh, some Argento stuff, some Bava stuff, and didn't want to leave out another one of my favorite directors for a totally different reason than why I like the other ones I've talked about, but uh, can't leave out Lucio Fulci. And uh, not only is this one of his best movies, I think it's one of the best Giallo movies ever made, too, in my opinion. That's just me. But uh, we're talking about Don't Torture a Duckling from 1972. And again, these names can throw you, right? I remember kind of passing on this one when it came out, when, when Anchor Bay re-released everything, right? That's when I kind of latched onto a lot of these. I remember passing on it because the name, I was just like, what? And uh, don't let this name throw you, right? Uh, that's kind of the secret to all of these murder mystery stories, right? Because it's going to tie into something that has to do with what they're going to find in the story. Uh but this one's really well done. Uh, it's got an ending that, to me, is kind of unforgettable for some different reasons. Uh, it's kind of laughable to some degree just because of, you know, technology has changed and the way that they kind of pulled off the ending. But it's unforgettable regardless. Uh, I like the ending a lot. But... Uh, Let's see. Uh, let's let's do a little synopsis here. A uh, a reporter and a young woman investigate a series of child murders in a remote town. Yep. So somebody's killing these young boys uh, in a small town in Italy. So you're already dealing with something pretty taboo when it comes to movie making. Even in today's society, you don't make movies where you're killing a bunch of kids, right? Um, that's just kind of a no-no. If you go back and watch even like your Friday the 13th and stuff, Jason never really killed any kids. He went after the teenagers, right? And I know they put a motive behind that, but, you know, if you're a killing machine, do you really care? But I think for the movie watcher, that was just a taboo subject, so you kind of stayed away from it. And like I said, even by today's standard, you don't do this. This came out in... September 29th, 1972. That's my birthday. Uh, I was two years old when this came out. And, uh, again, Italian flick. Uh, so it's got its own little spices to it that uh, are probably uh, unusual to an American audience. Uh, so somebody's killing the kids. Is it, uh, is it the, the, the greasy, uh, nerdy guy? that's roaming around town and being a, uh, a peeping Tom? Is it the uh, the hookers that are driving around a little Fiat car? Is it Barbara Boucher who's in this movie who is smoking hot and uh, really uh, disturbing because she's very flirty with young boys? If you see this movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, is it the, the guy that looks like if uh, 
Dennis Weaver and the Marble Man had an Italian brother, <laughs> who's the uh, the investigator, the uh, the reporter that's in this, and uh, you know you got a lot of options here. Is it the the crazy woman that's doing voodoo? Who knows, right? That's the beauty of these films, right? I will tell you this: this is the only giallo that I've watched, and I've picked the right person. So I'll throw that out there. This is uh, one of those that I felt like I had reached a new level <laughs> because I happened to pick the right person. And it was because of one scene in the movie that, to me, just blatantly said, here you go. So uh, hopefully you'll check this movie out and review it. Maybe you'll see the same scene. I don't know. With that being said, there is a, there is a whole scene in this movie that to me is is just unbelievable. Um, I put it up there with with Tarantino in a way, which Tarantino's a big fan of all these movies, right? All the ideas that he comes up with that we think are so awesome came from these movies, right? He loves Italian cinema and pulls all the time from these flicks. But there's a scene where somebody admits to killing the kids. But when the investigators start digging into the story, they find out that it's pretty bogus. So they turn them loose. But what happens is, as the word gets out on the street that it was this person. And so a a group of four or five townsmen get together and and take care of the problem. I don't know how else to say it. But uh, while this is going on, they pull up in these cars, the, this, the, this mob of people, they're in these... Uh, somebody's in a car, but it's basically a radio playing, and you get this brutal scene where they're taking care of business while this song is playing on the radio. And it just, I, even, even as many times as I've seen it, it still floors me every time I watch it. It, it is, uh, you know, I just sit there with my mouth open just like, wow, way ahead of the game on this one, Lucio. I mean, uh, this, this uh, again, you could put it there with Reservoir Dogs or... You know, a lot of the films that's got those moments where every time you hear a song, you're going to tie it into this scene of a movie, right? You're, you're not going to hear this song anywhere else, I don't think. But the fact of the, the way that it's set up and, and the music is giving you one emotion, but what is happening on the screen is giving you a totally different emotion. And it just is so heavy. And... The way that these townspeople have no emotion whatsoever of what they're doing is just, it's its incredible. This is, it's an incredible scene. It's brutal. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, 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 it's disturbing. It's going to stick with you. So, uh, that's really one of the high points, I think, of this movie. And it's, it's 100% Fulci. Matter of fact, he takes the idea from this and uses it later on in the beyond. Uh, so, 
If you haven't checked out my episode of The Beyond, just go back a few episodes and uh, find it and check it out. I do love me some Fulci, right? Uh, you want to talk about kind of an outcast in the uh, the Italian cinema. Well, I don't know. I don't know that he's necessarily an outcast, but he definitely was making movies that were making people going, what in the world is this, right? So, uh, this one's great. This is a great murder mystery. Uh, I think you should check it out. I give this a four out of five. That's how highly I think of this movie. Um, haven't watched it in a long time, and, uh, it still holds up. It's, uh, such a well-made movie, and that's kind of hard to say when it comes to Fulci. I mean, he always delivers on the screen, but usually dialogue is an issue. This one, it's not. It holds up really well. And it could be maybe some outside writers, you know, maybe he picked up the story and just ran with it. It wasn't one of his own creations. That may have something to do with it. But uh, this is a very solid flick. And again, just don't let the name keep you from checking it out. I mean, this is a great movie, really, to get into the giallo genre as well. Uh, but again, you're dealing with a subject that's, that's you know, you feel like uh, you're watching something that maybe you shouldn't because, again, you're, you're killing eight, nine, ten-year-old boys in this movie. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty heavy subject, right? And uh, you've got a lot of strange things, a lot of red herrings for sure, but uh, a lot of interesting characters that kind of plod this thing along. But yeah, there's the, the, the voodoo lady. Now, when I said voodoo, when she uh, when the movie starts, she's kind of out in a field, and she's digging, and she digs up a skeleton of a baby. It's obviously been buried a long time ago and obviously there's some kind of connection here because she knew where it was and uh, from there we start getting uh, scenes of her making these wax figures like little voodoo dolls and putting pins in them and stuff and doing these ceremonial things so uh, you know that's that's something to really drive this story forward and uh, get you thinking about what's happening here. So, uh, again, these are so hard to talk about and not give anything away. I have to rethink everything I'm going to say because I'm afraid I'm going to slip and give something major away. But uh, that's kind of your setup for the beginning of the movie is she's making these figures and all of a sudden these boys are starting to get knocked off. And that's pretty brutal too because, you know... One lady goes down to the well to, you know, get some water. And, uh, you know, there's a dead kid floating in the well. So, uh, there's a, a lot of uh, brutality here. Uh, it's not as uh, it's not as gory as most of the Fulci stuff. This is 72, so this is early on before he starts making, you know, <laughs> the, the Gates of Hell trilogy and all that kind of stuff. So, he's not quite at that level yet. I mean, he's obviously had been making movies for quite a while. But this one's not as brutal, except for the scene I was talking about a while ago. Uh, 
in the cemetery, graveyard, whatever is when those when that mob's attacking the person. That thing's pretty brutal, right? And uh, so, again, uh, I can't recommend this movie enough. You need to check it out. This is a great gateway movie to get you into Italian cinema and the the giallo genre. So there you go. It's on Tubi. Again, that's why I like recommending these because you can instantly go and check them out for free. All you're losing is some time, right? But uh, give this one a chance. I think you're going to be really surprised at how good of a movie this is. And that's something I struggle with with some of these giallos, right? Because, you know, all you're trying to do, you start getting all the copycat movies, right? Because they're just grabbing every story and trying to make it. So, but I really think this one kind of stands on its own. And I don't really know of another one that's kind of like it. The, the only other vibe that I get that kind of, uh, you could pair this up with uh, Alice, Sweet Alice, and have a pretty good viewing of a couple of movies that tie in pretty good together. Uh, especially with all the, the Catholic stuff as well that's, you know, embedded in all of this, right? So there you go, folks. Check it out. Don't torture a duckling. Don't let the name throw you. Check it out. I give it a high rating. And hopefully you'll check it out and let me know what you think about it. Or if you've got recommendations for other movies you want me to cover, feel free to share. I'm here to uh, entertain myself and yourself. So there you go, folks. Till then, we will check you later.